millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast. For the start of March 2017, we're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who is furious. The Bombers up the prices for this year's Anzac Day tickets. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Oh, I'm disappointed in the Bombers. They're, they're, they're back. They're, they're, they're a full-strength side and all of a sudden they've seen it as a money-making exercise, Michael. This is a team that doesn't need money. They're a rich club. Mm-hmm. What, what have they spent money on in the last few years? Tell me. Tell me. Their coffers would be chock-a-block. Chock-a-block. They would have uh, a war chest mm. <laughs> ready to, to get any play. But that's not, that's not the issue. I am just saying that they're, uh, it's the little man that they haven't thought about when they've upped these prices. Okay. The little fella, the little fella like me, the little fella out the front scalping tickets for three, four times the price. <laughs> and now that they've upped the price, I'm only getting twice. Yeah, sure. Cutting into your market. Cutting into my market. I've already bought 40000 Tickets okay. for the Anzac Day game. Yep. You know how hard it is to jack up the prices on something that's already been jacked up? Uh-huh. It's really hard, you know? I'm selling for 120 people going, oh, that's not bad. <laughs> I don't want to hear not bad. I want to hear, fuck off, mate. I'm not paying that. Yeah. And I go, aren't you, you going to pay it? Anzac Day tradition. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, 40,000 tickets. How, how long were you on uh, Ticketmaster.com? I was there for a while. Uh, I've got a lot of, um, lot of email addresses that I've, I've oh, set yeah. up in the yeah. times. And I believe that's, what, uh, that's when like, I go down there and I look at all the diggers who've passed away. Oh, God. Here we and go. I, I go down there to the shrine early morning, 5 a.m. Uh, 4 a.m. I get there before people have arrived. Mm-hmm. And I set up email addresses to everyone who's passed away in all our great wars. Oh, okay. And that's who I bought tickets under. <laughs> How do scalpers work? Do they, do they do just buy tickets off Ticketmaster and then... I would say so. Well, they get it in like a corporate lot. You know, if you work uh-huh. for a big company and you go, oh, I get 10, I know no one from my work is going to get it. And then you go out and you sell them down the ground. But I imagine now you just flog them on Gumtree or, or uh, oh, that's StubHub, a good point. Yeah. all that yeah. sort of stuff, you yeah. know. Like uh, if you're trying to sell, if you're trying to shift a gram of ice <laughs> and you go, you want two Anzac Day tickets with that. And you go, oh, yeah, I will actually because I'm going to be awake for a month. Okay. <laughs> so even if you sold them now, people are going to still be awake by April 25th. And we have a very special guest, Adam, a very special yeah. guest, North Melbourne supporter, joining us for the third or fourth time, I believe, yeah. Josh yeah. Earl. Hello, welcome to me. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> we're bitter Thanks enemies. Bitter enemies at the minute, Josh. Oh. Seeing you guys towed up Hawthorne last week, we are. I'm. I am feuding. just so excited off the, off the back of this preseason competition, the JLT. Yeah. What an experience! Mm. Everyone's talking about it. Who cares about the big bash oh. in summer now? It's just all about <laughs> yeah. the JLT. Do you know what JLT is? It's a law firm, isn't it? Is that what they are? I thought they were insurance. Oh, they, might, they probably are. I, I Googled it the other day and I can't yeah. even remember because yeah. I wanted to know. Mm-hmm. So that's how much they've resonated with, with the greater people out there. At first I thought they were like speakers and stereo equipment and stuff, but that's a different J something. Is that JBL? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. And then you thought it was a JB Hi-Fi. JB Hi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. Did you, you just throw a hammer through a window to kick off the game. Did you get down to Arden Street for the game? I didn't. It was sold out really super early. And okay. I kind of... Oh, know. I had a shitload of tickets. Yeah. <laughs> Are the tickets uh, free? No. No? I thought they were, were for they? that. You just had to register. I guess, so yeah, they... you can't really keep people out of Arden Street because it's like Victoria it's Park. It's an open yeah. ground. Yeah. yeah. So. 
Because it must just be. It, uh, it, I didn't watch a great deal of it, but it looked pretty impressive. Arden's ground. Yeah. yeah, I was there the weekend, the Wednesday before the game, and they were doing a lot of work, dialing it up, putting up a Get, some getting scaffolding, a, getting it elephant ready. Did you um? Did you go to many games when Arden Street was live? No, no. Yeah, I, okay. I don't know when they stopped playing there, but I didn't probably move, the eighties. Yeah, I didn't it? move here until two thousand and four. Yeah, no, no, long gone. I missed the elephant. I, yep. didn't, I didn't get to see the elephant. What about so you're in town when didn't uh, didn't some didn't the, the sheds that they used to train in didn't they catch fire a few years back? I think so. Do you yeah. have any memory of that? Uh, the, if the, if they caught fire at the old clubs, it would have actually improved it. it yeah, 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 that would die. Yeah. And, and didn't Glen Archie had like a bus that used to take people around that caught fire? It was Archer's bus, really, a little mini bus? Yeah, <laughs> well, like a party bus? No, 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 not a party bus. He was doing his bit for the for the community, and that that caught fire. Really? Yeah, I vaguely <laughs> remember that. You know, Arch would take you around to what? Take oh, senior citizens and citizens yeah, something like that around underprivileged people, and then just you know give them one if they weren't paying attention. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah. Driving, driving kids to school. Yeah, that kind of thing. Really? Yeah, like if Boris the Chicken needed to go somewhere, <laughs> okay. he would take care of that. I'm going to look this up. You now, can look it up. The Glen Archer bus. Glen Archer bus. Now, you actually did go down to North. You said on the Wednesday you were doing a bit of filming for the AFL. I did, yeah, a little bit of filming. For, it was one of the good things about being a North supporter and a comedian. When they're looking for North Melbourne comedians, there's only like two of us. It's yep. oh, actually three, me, Fleety and Chris Franklin. And so... There you go. I think and you're the was, soberest. Yeah, <laughs> Fuck. Fleety was in uh, Adelaide. Yep. Franklin's down in Launceston, so I was here. So Mate, was good. that's great. Yeah. And what did you have to do down there? So I was doing a bit of interviews with the players, a bit yep. of revving up for a couple of the rounds, like three rounds throughout the year. They're just going to play these at the ground. It's kind of like round one against West Coast, which yep. will be exciting. Round four against uh, the Bulldogs, which is the Good Friday Oh, yeah, cool. Match. That's going to be massive. Yeah. yeah, and the round 20 game, which is the uh, 40th anniversary of the grand final, which I kept on saying, oh, you got to say the drawn grand final. I'm like, no, we won that. We yeah. won that, mate. Don't worry about it. Why are yeah. you anniversarying the, the, the draw yeah. the drawn game? The week after was way better. Yeah. So, yeah, we are. Yeah, so that's around 20. So those three are the rounds. And then yep. talking to – so Ben Brown. Yep. Jeez, he's a big man. Yeah. He's a big unit. How yeah. pale is he in real life? Well, I'm pretty pale as well, but he's yeah. he's yeah he's pretty pale. <laughs> he made and you look good. It, it was in in the sun as well, so I couldn't get him for very long because yeah. he was like, oh, I've got to go. <laughs> and there's no shade. There was no shade at Arden Street whatsoever. Um, that was the thing. That's why they stopped it being an AFL ground. It's just the, the sunburn. Rates, yeah, the rates of sunburn. The sunburn in, in August yeah. was horrible. <laughs> and then I did uh, Majak. Uh-huh. He, he's a big man as well. He's massive, isn't he? Who's but bigger, Majak or Ben? Ben Brown is a lot bigger. Oh, taller. really? Like taller and also broader. Okay. Is that right? Like, Majak is just, there's not an ounce of fat on he's him. He's cut like a yeah. diamond, mm, like yeah. literally. He's like a triangle. That's, that's yeah. his body shape. Whereas yeah. Ben Brown is just a big, big dude. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, he's saying Magic doesn't have childbearing hips. <laughs> yes. Okay. Disappointing. Yeah. Um, and who else was there? There was uh, Luke McDonald. Yep. Uh, and also Jamie McMillan. And so it was good. But I did those three together. Yeah. And you forget. You guys probably talk to AFL players a lot more than me, but you forget that they're just young dudes in their twenties. Yeah. And so trying to get them to concentrate and stuff, I felt like a bit like a teacher. Just going, oh, can we just – we'll knock this through, guys, and we yeah. can get – you can okay. go back to, the, back to training, but I've just got to – come on, just concentrate. Just a bit distracted. And, like, them laughing at each other but not saying it on camera. I'm going, no, you can say that. That's yeah, what we want. Yeah. You can actually – That's exactly what we need. Yeah. Not, wait until the red light's on. Yeah, and then – and it's interesting how much, you know, just training they've done for media where they just go, oh, we'll just say the right things, mm. and as soon as the camera's off, they'll be funny. And I'm like, no, say that – Swap that around. That's yeah, yeah. It's like uh, they're trying to say something without actually saying anything. Yeah, 
Yeah, it is very generic, isn't it? Yeah. That's kind yeah. of the way they're trained. They just they don't want any. They don't want to give ammunition to any team, and they don't want the media to pick it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it is a weird thing because you know cult figures down in North Melbourne are Ben Brown. Yeah. Just because he's got crazy hair, long hair. Yeah, oh, that's, that's fantastic. That makes yeah. a cult figure these days. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas you know, as much as I you know, Acker's a dickhead, but geez, he was entertaining. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think he was good for footy. Yeah. Mm. Who's good for footy these days? Who do people go and see? Like, you go, aside from skill, like, obviously, people yeah. go to see Paddy Dangerfield, Eddie Betts, you know, uh, a few Hawthorne players. We, we don't a character, you mean? Someone a bit funny? Yeah, I think so. Like, even like a Fev, you could kind of. Yeah. It was a bit yeah. amusing to go and watch. Was Dane yeah. Swan maybe a bit of that? Yeah. I doesn't guess talk so. so much, but kind of. No, but when fun, he fun does. To look at. Yeah. Yeah. When he does, I think it's Paddy Dangerfield can be quite funny. Yeah. yeah. It can be funny. But then he stopped talking for that year when it was like, are you going to go to Geelong? Oh, no, no comment. Yeah, so sure. How did that then end up? Uh, it's true to his word. Brownie, John Brown, he would have been here. But again, yeah. like not not like a Mark Jacko Jackson. No, you, you, no. You yeah. don't know whether you might get, you know, a boot Climb to the, the goalpost. Yeah, 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 something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, there's no one doing that kind yeah, of okay. stuff. You know? yeah. No one taking a, a shit at centre-half forward anymore. <laughs> like <the> good old days. <laughs> so what, did you get some kind of good stuff out of them? Or did the, you? They were kind of joking about Drew Petrie because their first game's against West Coast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so they're looking forward to seeing if he... Talks, talks a bit. Yeah. Because yep. they're all like going, he's no good at trash talking. Okay. So it's going to be funny if he starts yep. trash talking. And so, uh, and they'll also kind of, they were very quiet about Daniel Wells. So okay. they'll, jo- they'll joke about Petrie, but not joke about Wells. Interesting. Which I think is there because you're like, oh, we're a bit dirty that he's left. Yeah, sure. Well, I suppose you guys got rid of Petrie yourselves, so hey? Yeah. So it's more yeah. him just trying to eke out another year, hey? Yeah. Oh, I would say so. Did they give you any goss on anyone else? Any no, dirt? they were really tight-lipped. I mean, it was all right with Ben Brown because his uh, uncle is James Manson, who used to play for Collingwood. Oh, right. Yeah. So he, had, of the, he of the terrible kicking the style. The worst kicking style yeah. ever. He so made us all feel good about yeah. how we kicked. It was him and Dunkley for Sydney used to yeah. both be really That's shit right. kicks. Yeah. yeah. But he... He's kind of talking about that, kind of the, what he heard stories about that, and yeah. that was kind of interesting. But then the other guy, and Luke McDonald, his dad, you know. He's a legend. Coached, the cl- uh, coached Hawthorne for a few. Donald? Yeah. Yeah, he filled in when Schwabby got sacked. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and so he also was vice-captain, I mean, um, vice-coach down at North and does some stuff down there. And so it was kind of all right to give him a bit of Family shit Family ties. Yeah. yeah, going you here. And then Jamie McMillan was a prefect at Scotch College. Oh, you, oh, you gave it to him for that, did didn't you? Did your research? Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah, I sure did. <laughs> and then it was that thing of going, like, I brought that up and yeah. Magic was like, it's a wonder he didn't bring that up himself. <laughs> so that was kind of funny, but he didn't say that on, on camera. Oh, man. Yeah. So that didn't give you everything you wanted. And so it was that great thing where, like, when, you know, when McMillan comes from Scotch College to North Melbourne, you're like, wow, this is a real fixer-upper. This is... Yeah, well, yeah. I was going to say, what are, the con- what are the training conditions like down there? Really nice. Yeah. Really, like, they've got a nice kind of big old red brick building, which is kind of Art Deco. It's really good. But the only thing was, like, we were filming out the front of it and they were playing music and they went in there to tell them, like, you can turn the music off. And the brand-new captain, Jack Zeebel, told them, no, fuck off. Oh, <laughs> and so I would have thought that's a Chris Scott job, <laughs> tell people to fuck off. Oh, Brad Scott. Brad Scott. Brad Scott, yeah. sorry. No, Chris Scott, he gets so, so <laughs> roamable, he drives down the Princess Highway. <laughs> so. But is that what you want from your captain? You want him to stand up for the club, and we want music, so fuck yeah. off. I, yeah. like, I like it. I think uh, that's what you want from all your leaders. Yeah. I, I, luckily, it wasn't me. It was the media guy. Yeah. yeah. And I would take it. I'd presume that that's from a uh, legal point, too. Like, uh, you don't have music rights to be playing on the AFL website. Yeah. 
So that might well, be one reason why you want to use the fuck golf. off, so they still played it. Yeah, true. We even might have to pay the bill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what, what's your, what are your thoughts on Daniel Wells going to Collingwood? Were you upset to lose him? He is my favourite player, but at okay. the same time, he played, what, eight games last year. And when he was on, he looked he really good. He was very good. good. But it's, you know, he's, he's getting old and we have to, we have to blood some of the, the new guys. Mm. And... Some of the new ones look really good. Yeah. Like uh, Rovat looked really good. I yeah, mean, we got well, him he's from, a very good player. From the Bulldogs, but he looked good. And uh, Prius or Proust, or Proust. however they're saying his name. Yeah. yeah. Who was very weird. Like, he comes, like, he's kind of been at the club for a while, but he's kind of just stepping up. Is he a rugby union background? Yeah, I think yeah. so. He also sling tackled. Andrew Swallow. Ex captain to the crowd. Yeah, he wasn't happy about him, was he? <laughs> he did, yeah, had a bit of a blue. I love it when players yeah. fight. Well, that he won happened the club match. Twice at the club. Like, so mm. Luke McDonald. Uh, went past Higgins and gave him one. That's right. Said he had a big head. <laughs> and so Higgins belted him and then they were fighting. And then McDonald did another one for someone else. To I think Lindsay was, Thomas. Yeah, that's Put right. Lindsay Thomas yeah. down. But uh, that's understandable. I reckon Brad Scott probably told him to do that. Yeah, and so I was kind of talking about that to him as well. And they're like, oh, that's what you want though. And you yeah. preach, preach. Although I got back to Brad Scott that the umpires told him to do that. And yeah. then Brad Scott <laughs> went off half-cocked. Bit of fire in the belly, hey? Yeah, so yeah with Zebel as the captain, it's going to be good. So... so like, you know, Brad Scott can play bad cop and Zebul can also play bad cop. Well, you know, if you're out there and you're, and you're leading and they want to turn the music down, that, yeah. that Zebul's <laughs> going to be like, hey, I fucking told you. But there was an interesting thing about Daniel Wells uh, that came out this week. Now, he's offered, he's been on a three-year deal for up to $1.8 million at, at Collingwood. That's that's an enormous amount. That's like 600000 a game for over the three years. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Nathan Buckley said he'd be happy if he played 15 matches per season. He said that'd be a massive success. Now, Nick Del Santo, who's doing uh, special comments for Fox Forty, he doesn't hold back. Like, like on the footy field, he's a hard man. <laughs> he just doesn't leave anyone unchecked. He said uh, there's no secret that Daniel Wells could train harder and probably can more consistently. I heard he doesn't like to train or play if he's got a bit of a niggle. He has to be 100%. Is that right? Yeah. Won't play hurt. Yeah. Gary Ablett's a bit like that, isn't he? Well, yeah, because he doesn't like taking, doesn't like taking the painkillers. Mm. God doesn't, doesn't <laughs> like that. And he also said he'd be uh, – Nathan Buckley said he'd be happy with 15 games. He, and Del Santo says that surprised me to say you're happy with a new recruit to get to 15 games. 15? You know, that means he's, he's playing – he's sitting out seven games of the season, which is fair enough. It's a, it's, it's a lot of money. It's not many games, really. Think about it. You'd hope to get, like, you know, 18 or so, wouldn't and you? And also, yeah. if you're Buckley, you've got to be a bit, like, optimistic and go, well, that's 11 in the, in the actual season and then the four finals. Yeah. And yeah. Then you'd be thinking that, yeah. And then what's Buckley worry about 2018-19 anyway? Because he's not going to be there. Yeah. What do you reckon? How far in do you reckon Buckley will get before he gets given the arse this year? They'd have to they'd have to go really badly to, to not last the whole year. Say at halfway though, it's a. I mean, if they're three and eight, he's dead in the water. Yeah. But yeah. say they're five and six, because I think Collingwood have a quite easy start to the season. So if okay. they turn at five and six, what do you reckon? Is he in trouble then? Well, I would say yes. I mean, the, the media will be but going. They'll be salivating. You can't you can't do it at like five and six. That's just. That's pretty much fifty percent. Yeah. Like it's yeah. close to fifty percent. But so if he's four and seven, how do you go? I mean, Robbo will be having fits. Depends. It, so what big... They've got Anzac Day. Yep. If they lose that, that always puts them a lot more pressure on them. Yeah, it does. And that's kind of... That would be, what, round three or four yeah. this season. And also, wouldn't it harder be, though, if he loses the players, like Malthouse? Oh, you never to want to lose the players. And, you know, I mean, that seems to be the driving force. And yeah. the players are jack over you. That's when they get rid of you. But well, I, think, I think three and eight. Went Richmond three and eight and then made the eight? Yeah, and then what happened? Then they made the finals <laughs> in the next two years, didn't they? Yeah. No, no, they, they were three and eight, and then they went to Port Adelaide and got flogged. Oh, that's right, yeah. 
Were they? Oh, what was the year that they made it and then Lost Carlton, Carlton finished ninth? Yeah, that was the year before. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But it's such a huge well. thing, though, yeah. for Eddie. It's such a massive thing for Eddie to kind of make that decision, make that call, seeing that he's the guy behind the move in the yeah. first place. But also, I mean, has Buckley lost the players because he got Wells in for three years at that kind of money? I mean, that would have forced other people out of the, out of the club. That's a lot to pay someone who's playing 15 games, like you said. Look, hopefully for Wells, I like Wells, and hopefully he plays 21 games. Yeah, okay. But I don't see it happening. But you know what? Nathan Buckley will win the players over because he's he's playing music. There you go. Zebul like, loves him. Yeah, he's playing music at training. I saw this, and he's got a. Apparently, he said one of the highlights of his entire life mm. was seeing Midnight Oil play at the Bushfire Thunderpeal yeah. in two thousand and nine. So. Yeah. If it wasn't for some <laughs> devastating bushfires, Bucks wouldn't have had his, uh, his favourite music moment. Yeah. A great headline too. Pie tunes. Yeah. yeah. Get it? I do. Get it? Yeah, so he's playing music out at the play, uh, playing music out at training. Yeah. Uh, and it's so they can uh, get used to noise, so they have to co- talk to each other, communicate. Yep. And then also they can have a little bit of a song and dance number between um, breaks. In between the drills, yeah. like in a break, they yeah. just get to have, so a, bo- have a boogie. When now. they're chilling out, then they, you know, they're having, a, having a rest. They can so, just nod their head to yeah, see, some I, of the funky tunes. I wouldn't do that. Daniel Wells, he'd ping a calf doing yeah. Gangnam Style. Like he's <laughs> bang, <laughs> down he goes. Oh, no, we've lost Wellsy. Um, Zeeble's looking to get a trade to Collingwood next yeah, year, too. Yes. He's right. <laughs> it says here, though, thanks to a couple of powerful speakers and iPad and iPhone technology. Mm. That's not really like that's just yeah. plugging something it's in. Like it's pretty future. easy to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Buck, Bucks hasn't set that up himself, so it mixes around. So it's not always Buckley setting the scene for the for the playlist. A few other play, um, people pop their phones in there. Yeah. Um, let me see some of the tunes they've been dropping. Uh, Red Hot Drop Chili it. Peppers dropping. Yeah, yeah. Guns N' Roses. Uh, Thunderstruck, ACDC, a bit of Rage Against Machine, uh, Alice in Chains. That's very nineties. Yeah. Of Kane. Yeah, and. Uh, Mark of Cain, was that? Mark of Cain, yeah. Is it, did Rowan Connolly write this article? I reckon yeah, he's just yeah, writing back. He did, he actually. He did, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Was it Alice in Chains there as well? Oh, no. He says, Michael, you've misread this. Particularly disappointing was the complete absence oh, okay. of Rage Against the Machine, Alice <laughs> in go. Chains, or Mark of Cain. Okay. <laughs> Is that what it says? Yeah, that's what it says here. Michael's completely misrepresented this article and everything that Connolly stands Ron Connolly, he's my favourite of all the football writers. But do you follow him on Twitter? He'll just go into nights where he's just going, all right. Top, top 20, 10, yeah, top, top 10 20, 94 releases. Yeah, I know, he's <laughs> fucking nuts. Mark of Cain, now I've seen the Mark of Cain. They're kind of an Adelaide 90s rock band. No <laughs> one who's reading this article knows who the fuck the Mark of Cain of Cain are. Just let it go, Rowan. It'd be a bit confronting putting your um, playlist on the oh, machine for everybody to have a listen. Totally. It'd be a bit confronting for me. I don't, I don't think I don't want people to... Uh, Okay, well, let's, let's, let's get yours from yeah. you. Let's go Guns De- N' Roses, then what happens? Delta Goodrum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if anyone thinks that we're joking about Delta yeah. Goodrum, we're shut not. Up, shut up. Michael's a huge fan of Delta Goodrum. Shut up. Um, yeah, I'd be Guns N' Roses and I'd be out, I think. Yeah. yeah. Then I'd be out of... And mine, like I listen to metal, no one wants to hear my shit. Yeah, true, yeah. It just no make one everyone angry. I can see people doing circle work to Bell and Sebastian. I'll yeah, be... <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> Um, and Josh, what about you? You'd be all the fucking cardigan shit, wouldn't you? Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, a bunch of bands that, that no one's heard mopey of. Mopey shit. Yeah. Whimsy. Songs yeah. about hair. No, I, I, I'm... Songs about hair. People say that, but I'm, I'm a lot more rockier than people think yep. I am. Yeah. Okay. I just play up to the Bill and Sebastian shit. Yeah. Yeah. Future of the Left, McCluskey, all that kind of stuff. No, all that stuff that <laughs> AFL players love. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Great news down at Carlton and Adam... 
Tell me about it. I mean, 92-point loss in the JLT, that's good for Carlton. <laughs> like, that could have easily blown out to three three figures, but mm. we hung on. I think I saw a headline or something from Baron Bolton saying that he's not going to change the plans. No. Stick with it. Yeah, because we did that last year and look how we ended up. So we're all good. You have been reunited with the 1947 VFL Premiership flag. You're kidding. Yeah, so Fuck. the flag that they unfurl the first time game after winning the flag, yeah, someone's found that. So what's that been missing since about 1990? So let me take you through the Hang occasion. On, so we had it for 43 years and then yeah. someone's Someone knocked it off. It. Yep. Um, Dogs. It's been missing since about 1990. Okay. Now the story goes. Here we go. Macca. Macca. We don't know who Macca is. All right. Macca's returned it to the club this week. Okay. That sounds Macca sounds found suspicious. it. And it's, and it's the full, full thing. Like it's even got the, the twine or the cord they used to unfurl the flag. Fuck. So, it, it's pretty authentic when they've got the twine. Yeah. So Macca, Macca found it. Uh, he found the flag in a Hessian bag in a laneway off Gatehouse Street near the Royal Children's Hospital. Here we go. He thought nothing of the bag, threw it in the back of his ute, and took it up to his shed. Hang on, Why Macca. Why is he picking it up? <laughs> a Hessian bag in the street. So he's picked up a Hessian bag in the street. <laughs> Seemingly hasn't looked inside it. Oh, well, would you? Yeah. Seemingly hasn't looked inside it. Who, who amongst then... us? All right. Yeah. Hands up. Who hasn't? And if you're listening, put your hands up on the tram or wherever you're listening. If you, even look out tram, look out your car. Yeah. If there's a Hessian bag, <laughs> handbrake on. Yeah. i got to fucking pick that up. Throw it in the bag. I, let's go back. I'm not in. even going to look inside it. Just pick go it back in this story as well. He has to put in, I was near the Royal Children's Hospital. Let's yeah. just, let's what a good guy Macca is. Yeah, let's yeah. let's yeah. be very careful, okay, what we say. Let's be very careful. Uh, what do you think we're slandering Macca? I don't want to slander Macca. I'm just telling what, what I'm reading, okay? All right. What I'm reading. And then he put it in the shed. And then, what, 27 years later, he's oh, been doing a, of, doing a bit of cleaning fair up. Fair enough. Doing a bit of cleaning. He no looked, one wants to open a Hessian bag straight away. <laughs> he looked in the bag after yeah. 27 years. 27 years. Discovered yeah. there was the flag in there. Yeah. And so he then brought it back to the club. Okay? So now, he reckons, he reckons that what they're presuming is that maybe someone pinched it and then left it in that, uh, left it in the alleyway. Yeah. Got, yeah. got cold feet. Yeah, fuck yeah. And then Macca swept the Hessian, Hessian bag, took, uh-huh. took it to the farm. That's what the article says. No, no, says. no, no, yeah. no, I completely agree with so that. So he's had it for 27 years. The yes. bag, yeah. Not the flag, though. He just he stumbled he across he the flag. No, he, he didn't know p- what was in there. He picked he up the bag, bag just in case at some stage <laughs> in the next 27 years he needed a Hessian stack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to put a, put, put a, I don't know, a jump buck in there. Yeah. What, what comes in Hessian sacks these days? Like, it used to be potatoes and stuff. Yeah, spuds and onions. Yeah. That's what you do. All right, and, and we don't. I'm not. We don't have anything more on Macca. Like it wasn't Andrew McKay. No, our, Macca. Uh, and yeah. Macca's like a kind of a. It's done in uh, commas, so it may be a pseudonym. It may oh, be, yeah. no, fair enough. They're not protecting totally someone. Sure. Yeah, but you did win that uh, game by a point. That would have been exciting. 1947. Who did you play against? Would have been Collingwood or Melbourne? Essendon. Uh, Essendon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah well you. done. Huh. Yeah, thanks, man. I know my grand finals. There Fred Stafford famously kicked the winning goal for Carlton Staffy. in the dying seconds. Yeah. That's pretty cool, though. Pretty cool to get that back. Do they say how we're missing? Well, I think what they say is someone pinched it and then they suspect maybe they got cold feet, dumped it in the laneway. Because thankfully, Macca came along 27 years later. Problem solved. Yeah. Because Burke from the Burke and Will story. Yeah. His gun got stolen from the library years and years and years and years ago. And then it was found again by an off-duty police officer Mm. going through someone's bins in Carlton. And they'd found it, and the person who'd stolen it <laughs> had sawn off the end of it to make it look like a modern-day gun. Oh, good. Yeah, and then scratched off all the markings off it. Oh. To, and, of course, it's an old relic, so it didn't work. But I'm going, what's this police officer doing yeah. going through some bins in Carlton, 
I reckon the, the cops just stolen it and just gone, oh, right, I don't got need this anymore. Shit, yeah. I've yeah. broken it. They, yeah. were, they were short a gun or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, fuck, go to the library. Yeah. A lot of the, a lot of the, uh, the Nazi relics that were stolen during World War Two have turned up in just like a Hessian bag in the side of the road. Yeah. You know, that artwork, you know, you're just driving past, you're in uh, Munich or something, and you go, what's, what's in that? <laughs> it's, it's like a Picasso. You remember your Premiership Cup went missing, wasn't it? The 1970 Premiership Cup went missing? When did Premiership Cup start? Because why is there a flag and a cup? Is it just so you got something to unfurl? When did the cup start getting made? I reckon you got the flag first. I reckon that would have been the first thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I reckon maybe you probably didn't get a trophy for the first handful of years. But are the trophies relatively new, like in the, are the part of the modern game? Off the top of my head, that design, uh, I'll, I'll be lying. So you think actually. there was a flag in a like they've always handed out a premiership cup? No, well the I design we currently that. have that's that's that didn't start in eighteen ninety seven. That no. came in like in the twenties or thirties, I think. Okay, so we've I had think, it forever. I think. Hmm. I don't know. We only got our first one in what seventy five. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did you go? Did you go look at them at the club? Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah cool. So that, was, that was that was cool to see four of them. That's nice. Hmm. I've been alive for two, so that's good. Why do you need two of them? Why do you need a flag and a cup? Just something to unfurl. I suppose so. Round one. Hang from a roof. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's a traditional thing. Anyway, well, we're, 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 we're getting... We are digressing. You well, it's to, great. You went to the Carlton launch. I did go to the Carlton launch Thursday night. That would have been an upbeat affair. Oh, it was fantastic. People were pumped. We were down at the Docklands uh-huh. opposite uh, Eddie Had Stadium. And fortunately, uh, Brisbane were playing Footscray at the time, so there was plenty of parking around. <laughs> it was less than 5,000 people went to that game. Mm, yeah. It's not even worth opening. No, no. So, yes, I went to the, went to the Carlton launch. Uh, who spoke? Who was there? Uh, so, Sam Pang. Yep. Carlton supporter, junk time friend, uh, he emceed the event. And he found out uh, very quickly that it doesn't matter what event you are, when people are eating dinner and all you can hear is the clinking of cutlery, it's not a fun night. Oh, See? it was a dinner thing, was it? Was yeah, it just yeah. Just, uh, Michael, it was a, wow. a sit-down. A soiree. Okay. Yeah. A who's who. It was a who's who. See, if Pang was an actual stand-up comedian, he'd yeah. know not to go, not to even agree to doing that. No, you can't. Not huh. when the food comes out. Yeah. Worse with the dance floor in the middle. Um, yes. So, who I spoke... Coach, I imagine. Uh, yeah, Brennan Bolton had a bit of a chat. Mark Murphy had a bit of a chat. The women's team were there as well. So oh, they're yeah. in, the, in the middle of their season, yeah. basically. So, so they, they got were shit-faced. Yeah, <laughs> they, they were off their chops. It, w- it was interesting that uh, each player had to sit at, like, their sponsor's table. So, uh, you know, you might get a Mark Murphy yeah. sitting at your table, Bryce Gibbs. And I just felt for the... A lot of awkward conversation. Yeah. Well, just the people sitting with Liam Jones. Just looking at me going, oh, are you fucking still here? <laughs> What's going on with that shit? Also Bryce Gibbs, too. Well, yeah, and it was weird. Brendan Bolton made a point of bringing up... He didn't really talk about a lot of the players in his speech, but he said Bryce Gibbs came back very professionally, uh, you know, came back in great nick and then kind of moved on from him. And like, yeah, but you know he's going to Adelaide, yeah? Yeah. He's going to be at Adelaide next year. Still got the man bun? Yes, absolutely does. Okay. Yeah. So then they they named half the players. A lot of new players at Carlton. A lot of new players. I didn't recognise quite a few of them. Didn't recognise quite a few of the names. And it wasn't like a jumper presentation, though. So mm-hmm. they all just kind of wandered out, you know, said who they were, talked about their next year, and we were, we're on a journey, Michael. Are they looking Josh, forward? What, a journey. Do they kind of predict? Do they say where are they going to finish, 16th or 17th? Or? We, who do you reckon you'll finish above? You'll finish above Brisbane? Brisbane? Port Adelaide? No. Don't no, reckon no, Port Adelaide? No, I, I think we'll be 17th. Okay. So With Brisbane. a bullet. So we may win four games. Yeah. But they are playing a lot of kids. That's the thing about it. We've, we're now the third youngest list, so we're going to suck big time. And I think that was pretty well felt through the room. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just going, oh, we're fucked. Were there any legends from the club there? 
Uh, David Reese jones was there. Uh-huh. He snapped me from behind on my way out, so that was nice. Uh, who else Sticks. did I see? No, Sticks, Sticks wasn't there. Wasn't there. That was disappointing. Um, is he still in the club, though? He's still involved? I think he's no. still... I went to a function last year and Sticks was there, so he's always hanging around. Yeah. Uh, Janie Pratt was there, another legend of the club. So, uh, Silvani? No, didn't see Sauce Senior, saw mm-hmm. Sauce Junior. Joe Bailey, was she there? Didn't see Joe Bailey. No, it was kind of... No one wanted to be there. It's falling apart, I hear, at Carlton. No, we're going fine. <laughs> it's no one wants to be there. Mate, we've got our 1947 flag back there. You, that, you knighted everyone down yeah. there. We all got to touch it, got passed around. Hey, third man up. Love it. It's uh, got some teething problems, I think. What teething problems? It's the greatest rule ever. Yeah. Do you know how they have to nominate now? That's weird, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So okay. essentially the, the, ball up, the bump is about to do ball up yeah. and he has to say, I'm going to go up and I'm going to go up. Yep. And if you, no one says, then the umpire will say you and you. Yep. Number 33 and number 42. Yeah. It's like Oz kick rules. Mm. Yeah, it yeah. is. Everyone clear out, back to your positions. Yeah. Oh, it's nice. And at the end of it, everybody gets medal. Yeah. <laughs> but, so ball in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so boundary throw in Adelaide Fremantle Oh big game The ball falls short Pops uh, Dean Gore On the back Who's on not even back. looking at the not ball Not even looking at looking the Looking at the right contest And then that gets paid A free kick against uh, Against him Against Dean Gore Because he got Sconed on the head By the ball In the back Yeah Hit so him in the back What do you do about that problem Get so better umpires To be able to throw the yeah, ball Yeah well, that's in. one thing Yeah yeah You know what That's happened a lot Over the last few years Ball is, shot uh, well, either the ruckman are too stupid to come in close, yeah. but you know how you see the ruckman bolting in like eight metres to get to the tap yeah. of the ball, and it's not a proper hit yeah. out. Or they need stronger boundary umpires. I reckon it probably changes a lot, the distance. Like sometimes it's like 15 metres, sometimes yeah. it's 30. I don't know. Like, yeah. uh, you know, so you kind of give yourself a bit of allowance of like, may go over your head, may go too short. Yeah. yeah. So the rule is, if the ball is not touched by either of the two nominated men, it has to hit the ground first, and then it's a live ball. Yeah, I... That's dumb for throw-ins, though, because the umpire can't see behind, so they're not throwing at the two nominated players. Mm-hmm. They're just yeah. throwing it, and so it's up to the two nominated players to get into To get to the ball, so yeah. So falls short. You can't expect a player to go, all right, let's hit, let it hit the ground yeah. before I pick Should it up. Should be balling again. Get, yeah. Yeah. Has it ruined the game? Well, um, is the game ruined? Like, for me... I'm considering cancelling my membership. Yeah. yeah. Like, every time I watch any game now, from now on, I'll just be thinking back to that JLT game yeah. when it hit Dean Gore in the back of the head yeah. and it cost a free kick. It'll just be in my heart. I can't not think of it. To me, it's the darkest day in Australian sport. It probably is, isn't it? Well, the umpires are already asking not to bounce the ball anymore. They don't want that. What do you think of that? Well, I was listening to them talk about it, going, they're losing a lot of umpires from, like, shoulder injuries. Because they're practicing more. Is that right? Yeah, because the, the repetition, like they don't do it as much in a game as they used to, like forty years ago. But yeah. now they practice, got to practice so much at training. And so I'm like, I'll just chuck it up. If you can't do it, chuck it up. Just get one person. Like I don't see the problem in the start of the game. Get the bouncer. You don't need an umpire. Just get someone to go out oh, there. Oh, regular, yeah. Bounce the ball up. That's He's their job. He's got massive shoulders. Yeah. That's their job. Get them off for Fuck the rest of off. the game. Yeah. Do it at the start, start of half time, three quarter time. Just do that. And then so he comes out four times a game. That's what about it. after a goal? Does he wander out then? No, or do you ball you it, you throw it up. up? Chuck it up there. It's too much. That's an interesting. I like it. That's all you need to do. It's the guy who just works on that. Yeah. That's all he's. And he's full time. Yeah. He's yeah, full time AFL. Yeah, yeah. But we'll need eight of them. That's okay. No, nine. We need nine each week. That's all right. Yeah, but what if they get injured? Fuck. We're going to need more bouncers. Yeah. What, you don't think there's going to be kids holes lining up to do that job? <laughs> yeah, mm. bouncer. Mate, if you're the one who starts the grand final, that's all you've got to do. Yeah. Bang, bang mm. down it goes. How many, like, I've been following footy for quite some time, yep. as we all have. How many umpires in our lifetimes have you gone, oh, he's gone with a shoulder? 
<laughs> just that he's a great umpire of the game. We've all loved and talked about him. Just go, fuck, he's, he's gone. He's he, out. He can't lift his kids above his head. <laughs> he can't bend over. He, can't, he, he wanted to be a paper boy, but he can't throw the Saturday age. That is one thing. How come we've never heard this before? Like Maybe because they just keep quiet about it. Yeah. I mean, they were bouncing heaps more back in the A lot more, you know, yeah. Just in three the 70s. years ago, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and we've never heard about these. I've never heard about poor umpires, you know, in aged care facilities, <laughs> unable to lift up a cup of tea, <laughs> let their body ravaged. Like, <laughs> From the bouncing. How come we've never heard this before? I don't know. Maybe they just, the AFL ship them off and just, you know, yeah. pay them a bit of a wage and say, you can never talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> if you bring it up to anyone, you lose any fucking further income from us. Hey, I tell you, he's a sweetheart. Who? Uh, Easton Wood. Easton Wood. Sweetheart. Is he's an animal? Oh, monster? Did you see what he did to Daniel Hanabry in last year's grand final? He should never have played it. Daniel Hanabry is lucky that he's not like an umpire. He's lucky he can walk again. They said it should have been a free kick here in the article. I, I watched it again today, actually, and I'm about 50-50 in my head. Hanabry did his knee and couldn't come back on. Yeah, but I think they were both there at the same time. And yeah, just, went uh, low, Easton mate. Wood was lower. Yeah. Look, they won the fucking grand final. Give them the free. Oh, Hanabry just didn't get down quick enough, I reckon. I'm blaming Hanabry. Really? Hanabry should have been suspended coming into Eastern Woods ribs <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, but he's a darling man. A couple of days later, yep. after the celebrations, he uh, gave him a call. Gave Hannah's a call? Gave him a call or a you, text. Let's see. You don't want a phone call for three days after you've lost the grand final from someone who beat you and then injured you. Yeah. You, don't, who's, you let that go to message bank. Who's obviously uh, still drunk. So yeah. He did send a text. Yeah. 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 That's all right. Yeah. yeah. You go, so, I, can't, I can't hear you over yeah. uh, Sons of the West. Can you keep it down? I'm struggling to hear what you're saying. Yeah, he sent a text. He was getting a premiership tattoo at the time. Yeah. So he sent off a text message just to check how, how he was. And uh, Hannah, we very much appreciated it. So good on you, Easton Wood. How do you think this year's going to go? Do you know how you know, the Bulldogs have been everyone's pretty much second favourite team for the last 20 years? Now they've had it too good for too long? Well, how do you think they're going to go? Like, yeah. I'm like, all right, they won the VFL, they won the AFL. Hmm. Uh, That's no, enough. No more. Now. A reign now, of terror. Yeah. Now, yeah. Well, I think GWS will win it this year. I think everyone's pretty confident about but, that. But, yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very interested to see how we go. Yeah. You know, all right. Yeah, all right, Danny McGinley. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, your, banner, yeah. your banners are cute, but fuck off. Yeah. Like, yeah. like they had a player uh, go down with a knee injury last weekend. No uh-huh. one gave a fuck. Yeah. You know, now you've had your fun. We, we, we cared about Bob Murphy. We thought a lot about Mitch Wallace and Red Path. Yeah. But now... You can get fucked. It would be Hope funny. he does his other knee yeah. when he's coming out of hospital and slips on something. Bang. It double would, knee recut. It would be funny if they did win two or three in a row or something and all of a sudden the, the population of the AFL supporter base just fucking hates them as much as yeah. you guys hated Hawthorne. Yeah. yeah. Well, you very, hated. very vocally. Don't worry, mate. That's, that's going to take a while was, before that I happens. was even talking to someone the other day and they were saying, they said, oh, who do you back for again? And, he's, and I was, he's like, Essendon? And I'm like, oh, no, Hawthorne. He's like, oh, yeah, I knew, I knew it was one of those fucking <laughs> cunt teams. <laughs> you know who is a bit, of a bit of a cunt team? The Suns. Yeah. Because, oh. why, why do you hate them? Oh, uh, I, I've just heard that they're very, very chatty on the on the field. As like, we're going to win, you are Gold Coaster. No, that's no. Giants. Oh, Giants. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're all. I was going to say, fuck, they're, sorry. they're brave. <laughs> <laughs> they're getting it out there. No, what? What? Because they, they've gone against David Kosh. Oh yeah, because of the so game the... in China. So basically, what's happened is uh, yeah, Koshy's organised. They're going into China. There's how many people in China? Like seventy-two billion. It's about one point three billion. And Koshy wants to tap into that market and yeah. get them all as Port Adelaide supporters. Yeah. But as it happens, the Gold Coast wear the Chinese national flag as their colours. Yeah. And Gold Coast have gone. Well, we're wearing our home jumper because it's our home game that we sold. And Koshy said, "No, you fucking change it." And yeah. They went. 
Uh, no, we're fucking not. Bald man. So is that the reason? Yeah. That they think they're going to get more support? Yes. yes. Okay, because I, th- I thought it was the other way around. I thought uh, it would cause offence or something to be wearing red and yellow. No, no, I think people would just go to a very foreign game that they know nothing about and go, well, we're affiliated instantly. Sure. So what? go back, though. It was Port Adelaide's initiative to go to China. Try yes. And, but they talked Gold Coast into having it at, as their home match. Sold one of their home games. So they moved out. Like, that's a big deal because there could have been at least, what, 10, 12 people, people <laughs> yeah. at Metricon. Yeah. And they've gone, no, we're going to sell this for half a million dollars. Yeah, so they gave the Suns a half a million dollars to yeah. come and play in China. Yep. yep. Yeah. And so I, I suppose Port get China tourism money or something like that? Uh, yeah, they must. There, there'd mm. be, there might be something in it for Port. Yeah. 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 I haven't looked into this, but uh, yeah. And that's what I love. Is it Tony Cochran? Is he the uh He's the very the outspoken dude. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's so excited when he talks. He he's gets great. a bit mouthy. Yeah. 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 Like that time when you said Omira was never going to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that worked out. Well, you know, has he left? <laughs> what are you going to? He, he said he wrote it in blood, didn't he? Was that? Oh no, was that about Gary Ablett? He may have written it in blood. Yeah, you don't he talks know. about writing stuff in blood. <laughs> Smeared on the walls. That's <laughs> the, the Gold Coast. <laughs> but Koshy said that the AFL are going to have to rule on it. Uh, he said rule on because it it's distracting on the absolute historic event this game, this China game is all about. Yeah. What? what so, but it's their home game. Let them wear their home. They're, they're top. No, I'm with Koshy. There's never been a clash between Port Adelaide, like black, blue and teal or whatever, black, mm. grey and teal. There's, yeah. It doesn't clash with, what, yellow, orange and white or red or whatever. No, it doesn't. doesn't at all. But Koshy's saying that uh, they paid them half a mil and they've bought all rights to this game as if we are the home club. Well, it's as if you are, but you're not, not Yeah. <laughs> so you're fucked up. <laughs> yeah. And, and he said Gold, Gold Coast is playing silly buggers. Strong words. That's harsh, isn't it? Strong words. You silly buggers. How many people do you reckon are going to get at the game in China? <sighs> like there is. How many can it hold? I don't think it's like an enormous stadium. I think it's about three hundred thousand, forty or forty or fifty, maybe. Where, yeah, where okay. are they? Where are they playing it? Uh, not Shanghai. Uh, not the, not the birdcage. Whatever that was called. No, 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 no. That's no. right. The bird's nest. The bird nest. No, it's no. not being played in the bird's nest. No, Shanghai. Uh, it was, they had an article about it a couple of months ago. How it didn't have seats there. Well, they put in seats in. Yeah, that's it. right. Yeah. It's at the SCG, isn't it? The yeah, Shanghai it's Cricket. It's not much of a worry about. It. I think it'd be fine. But um, uh, he said though that they want to do it for ten years, or they have signed up for ten years, or something. Fuck. Yeah. Against uh, the Suns, or do they have rotating? I think it'd be rotating. Well, through rotating. There. I think. Yeah. I think. I mean, unless it kicks off with the Suns, and obviously, yeah, that bated breath the, from the Shanghai Shanghai East. Yep. Shanghaiians. Shanghaiians. Yep. Yeah. Um, they desperate to have you know the clash of traditional rivals, Port and Suns, back yeah, each well. year. I mean, if China calls for that, China usually gets what it wants. The international games always go so well, don't they? Oh mate, yeah. cake ting. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're well, they're well, uh, well attended, and also the sales are up. It's not like they just give away. Like I regularly scalp internationally, <laughs> and it's fucking hard to get anything for those tickets. <laughs> one of the benefits, I mean, was it last year or the year before, one of the benefits of international games was the fact that I think for a, until about round eight or nine or something, Carlton had not, had not won yeah. in Australia. Oh, that was a benefit. <laughs> <wasn't> <laughs> that, was that, fun, that was funny, was it, Monty? You <laughs> fuckhead. <laughs> Players have a way with words, Adam, as we found in our hundred something episodes of this podcast. Yeah. Players have a way with words. They sure do. Yeah, let's go down to Melbourne. Let's head down to Casey. The D's are flying, aren't they? Christian Petrarca. Oh. Great player. Had a little bit of a conversation with media, and they talked about, uh, uh, what do you call them, um, when they get... Uh, assist, a goal assist. assist? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. So he had a few. 
Had a few yep. playing against uh, the Blues in the JLT Community Series. And well, lots a- coming out of the JLT, isn't it? It's teaching us a lot about football. Uh, surprising how many things we get out of it. Mm. Here's one he had. Uh, it's a little... Okay, quote. It's a little motto that we have. Talking about these is this, you know, little motto that we have. It's the old lick of the ice cream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that motto. <laughs> yeah. If you get an assist, you get your lick of the ice cream sometime soon. So, implying... If you do a few assists, yeah, and then chances are it will come back for you as yeah. well. Yeah, so oh, they've been reading the secret down there at Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> it's the old lick of the ice cream, the little motto. Do you reckon that's that's on the walls? Oh, I think as the players come out, they reach up and touch. Yeah, touch. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget the lick of the ice cream. <laughs> the old lick of the ice cream. Yeah, yeah. You might get a finger of the pooper yeah. Yeah. up there. You know, just all those things that you think about as a footballer. Goody's out the front, just imploring them to lick the ice cream. You know what? At, at training, he dresses like Bubble O Bill, <laughs> so they get the idea of what's going on. He wears a, gubble, a bubble gum nose, and if you're the best trainer, you get said nose. That's the thing that Goody's brought to the club. Fucking oh, Ruzi, Ruzi didn't know about that. Yeah, Ruzi banned. It was frozen yogurt. Yeah. It, it, fucking Goody knows where it's at. He knows how to get to the player's heart. Ruzi used to say, of the ice cream. fellas, gay time in the showers. <laughs> and everyone was like, oh, I'm not sure. If, I don't know what's going on in there. So it's very colourful down in Melbourne. The old lick of the ice cream. I don't think I've ever heard that expression before. Well, I've heard it before, but not in the context of football. And also to have suggested its motto. Yeah. The what old the, lick of the ice cream. What do you? That might be on their membership cards. You don't yeah. know. Melbourne are changing now. <laughs> it's more, you know, do you reckon the players say it to each other when you're out there? Lick yeah. it. Lick yeah. it. Lick it. <laughs> Lick it. Uh, they're licking it. They get, they get an ice cream headaches. So, you know, you yeah. get a frozen headache, yeah. Get too many assists. Licking oh, yeah, up. you don't want to be you Tra- don't be successful. That's what happens. You get an assist and then the trainer runs out with <laughs> the scoop of ice cream. you got to lick that. Bad. And in summer too. Well, it's a good time to do it's it. It's refreshing. I mean, you don't want to do it on twilight on a Sunday. That's fucking ridiculous. Hey, Swanee's in the uh, jungle we love Dane Swan. I've been watching it. Is, is he going all right? It's kind of uh, people. People are warming to him. Yeah, because yeah, he's kind of a bit, bit weird. One of the kind of running jokes is kind of what's what's he thinking now? Yeah, because somebody said to him, "What you, what were you thinking right now?" And uh, he said, uh, "I love this." Uh, have you heard this? Is this about yeah. crossing the river? Uh, no, it wasn't this one. But here, oh. someone said to him, "You know, what are you thinking about right now?" And he said, "I'm wondering how many footballs yeah. it would take to have me float in the ocean." <laughs> So and they're like, really? And he's like, yeah, that generally was, yeah. And he's getting away from the stress of the Albion too. How many do you reckon it would take? Uh, Footies for him? Yeah. Oh. I reckon take about twenty. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say about twenty. They're pretty good flotation to yeah, us. They are. Yeah. Although once it becomes waterlogged, you haven't got long with it. Yeah. But oh. when he gets Didn't waterlogged, Didn't Waleed? Waleed was saying yeah. that on the project. Oh really? Yeah. Then if it gets waterlogged, you fucked. Carrie Bickmore rolled her eyes and said, "Oh, we're having fun." <laughs> <laughs> But, what, uh, if it's, what if it's like a match a match two footy? Remember those? Was that a, a lyrebird match two? Oh, okay. Kind of a bit of a different kind of surface. Not real leather. Is that what you mean? I don't think they're real leather and they changed shape really easy. They yeah. became basketball-esque. Yeah. You couldn't yeah. torp them because it was just like a, it was like a soccer ball. But they go, good for it. Go through the story. So he's a man of no regrets, Adam. Well, a man of no regrets. Uh, so he's... Uh, a fair few people in the house, uh, sorry, in the house, in the, in the jungle don't know who he is. So he was talking to them about incidents that have happened in his, in his life and he talked about getting arrested in 2003 for brawling with security guards in Melbourne. Remember, that was a Fed Square, I think it might have been. But he might say that in the story. So he says, long story short, thanks, Wani, we got kicked out of a cab and then got into a punch-on with five bouncers, as you do. And these are security bouncers, not the brand-new initiative that I've brought in that 
AFL umpires, oh, yeah. just have a bounce. <laughs> yes, yes, no, not those guys with the big yeah. shoulders. You wouldn't be able to punch on with those blokes. So, one of my mates went a bit too far and they got reasonably hurt. So, okay, let's just break that down. They went a bit too far. You know when you're punching on? Yeah, and you go, take a bit too far. Yeah, yeah, and someone gets reasonably hurt. So, not hurt, hurt, yeah. but reasonably. Not fucking dead, just reasonably <laughs> like a hurt. a dead leg. Yeah, 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 not like that. Just reasonably hurt. So, we got arrested for that. Fair enough. Now, he says, I had about eight charges, but we ended up getting uh, charged with a fray. That's the one that stuck. It went for about eight years. So the court, the court, the yeah, trial man. went for eight years. I don't remember that. That's no, like I don't, the trial wouldn't have, but maybe there was the legal process forth, after that. You know, like people in witness protection. Maybe someone got sued <laughs> after that. I'm not sure. Yeah, okay. That's a long, that's. That's longer than OJ. Like, we haven't seen a big... Uh, hasn't been, like, an ESPN <laughs> doco about that. But you remember when he got off? Yeah. When he got off and also had the thousands of people lined up on the streets. Like, yeah. it really captured the imagination. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I remember when he did burnouts in the Bronco. And, and, it, was, <laughs> and it was really... <laughs> on Vic Park. Yeah. Yeah. It was really divided down lines. It was, like, people with tattoos supported him <laughs> yeah. and people without tattoos didn't support him. Yeah. It was and his middle name, Orenthal. That was... <laughs> yeah, no, that was <laughs> Dane Swan. He said it went for about... It cost him about $250,000. Total really? court fees, paying people, that's about what it cost me in the end. I learned the hard way. So you learn the hard way not to go too far and reasonably hurt someone. But on the flip side... On the flip side... He said he became a better person. Well, he became a better person. He said um, they asked if that uh, spurred him on to later career success. He said, there's absolutely no doubt I wouldn't have been a Brownlow medalist, premiership player, played 200 games, all the awards that I've won, without those things happening to me early in my mm-hmm. career, the run-in with the law. Yeah, uh, Chris Smith, also <laughs> in the jungle, asked me if he had any regrets about the incident. He said, if you had your time again, would you do anything different? And Swan said, nope. <laughs> well, that's it. that's it, kids. Listen to this. If you want to be a Brownlow medalist, premiership player, get into some fights with some bouncers. Yeah. Oh, fuck. If you're... All right. So say you're a primary school but uh, I, I do age f- child yeah. who listens to this. So good yeah. on your parents for allowing you to get yeah. to this. Just get out there, five kids in the playground, punch the fuck out of them. <laughs> Don't hurt them badly. Reasonably hurt Reasonably. Them. And you're going to be captain of your uh, of your, your yeah. Oz kick next year, without like, a doubt. I like it how he says kind of all the things I've achieved. You know, premiership, Brownlow medalist, yep. uh, best and fairest, mm. whatever. Uh, and you know, and obviously, most importantly of all, uh, lying in a African jungle with a chick from The Bachelor. Yeah, <laughs> all my great achievements. Yeah, all the great achievements. <laughs> and I wouldn't have changed a thing. Wouldn't have changed anything. And what do you reckon the uh, the guy who they they beat the shit out of, who was reasonably hurt, thinks about? Yeah. That? I mean, he's a quarter of a million. Well, maybe not a quarter of a million dollars no, richer, but be that much. Got a bit of cash. Hey, uh, we'll head off shortly if that's okay. We got any more stories, Adam? That you want to get off your chest? Uh, all right, I got. I got one more thing I'd like to uh, bring up before we leave. Why don't we talk about our shows first? Oh, this is a big one, though. No, we'll talk about the shows because people cause people have to listen to this and then oh, they can okay, so they don't switch off. Switch, Mate, switch you're, you're an evil villain. <laughs> you're like Mike Fitzpatrick. Here we go, Pugfest. First off, Josh Earl, what are you doing? I'm doing the Melbourne Comedy Festival. I'm doing a show called Josh Earl's Festival, which is a whole music festival in an hour. Oh, that's cool. And it's with uh, at the Malthouse Theatre, so it's in a proper theatre. It's going to be nice. 9.30 every night of the festival, apart from Mondays, 8.30 Sundays. And if you've got kids, and or if you are a kid, listen to this, I'm doing my kids' show. It's really good. It's called Oliver Up a Tree for the the school holidays, 11.15 at the town hall. So Fantastic. Look, kids from like 6 to 10, 6 to 12, it's, 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 really, it's probably the best thing I've written. Yeah. It's just a shame it's for eight-year-olds. Yeah, uh, gotcha. yeah, But it's great. It's a really good show. And, and I came and saw one of your kids' shows a few years back. Did it was you? It great fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I grabbed a few kids just uh, walking down the street. I was yep. about to say, yeah. And so you heard them the, screaming. Where's yeah. my mum? <laughs> if you do read the blurb in the, uh, in the uh, festival guide, uh, it does actually say Adam is banned. So yeah. it's yeah. worked out well. And also... Uh, 
It's named after Mick Malthouse, where you're playing, isn't it? The Malthouse, yes. You're, you're in the Grumpy Cunt Theatre. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> the it. Malthouse, great. Yeah, it's donated by Nanette. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm doing a show, Life in Moderation, from April 10 to 23, Imperial Hotel, 9.45. Uh, tickets at trybooking.com. It's a sweet little little hour of comedy. We've already given it a run in Perth. Also, we're going to be doing our live show. Yes, get down to the Dunk say, Time live show. My tech in Perth was also Michael's tech. Oh, and yeah. I was saying, who was here? And he goes, oh, Michael Chandler. It's such a great show. So hey. there you go. There we go. There you go. And he saw it like five nights in a row. So Poor dude. Didn't, yeah. even, didn't even get sick of it by the end of it. It was a different hour every single time. <laughs> uh, our live show, Junk Time, special guest Merrick Watts and yeah. others to be confirmed. There will be there will be exciting footballers coming along. We're just trying to get confirmation. They've all got to, they all work in uh, footy um, media now, so it's really hard to lock people in. But we will get a couple. 11 p.m. at the European Beer Cafe. Yeah, it's going to be late and loose. T- tickets at trybooking.com. Yeah, that's our deal. We want to get, get a few jars into people and yeah, kind of get it, it, get it kicking. If you, if you were there on the uh, the post-grand final show with Will and Charlie, just think, remember how drunk I was? Well, uh. I'm going to be more than that. Remember when I, <laughs> remember when I walked off stage and walked so, into a wall? So this is Saturday night? No, Friday, Friday night. night. Oh, they, downstairs they play the footy on the screen, so you can w- go to the Imperial, watch Brilliant. the game, head upstairs, watch the yeah. watch the post-game. And that yeah. was April 7, wasn't it? Yeah. April 7 at the European Beer Cafe, 11pm. Check it out on trybooking.com. Just search for Junk Time. And then also my hour of a stand-up that I'm going to record, let's call it an album, we'll call it that. Yeah. It's kind of that... that that area's kind of changed and shifted in this world of technology. At Kaz Rytop's Dirty Secrets at 8.30 on Thursday, March 23. Uh, I only need about 25, 30 people. It's half full already. So get on down. It's going to be, as that tech said in Perth, hilarious. Yes. <laughs> so that's Miss Street in Collingwood. Yeah, so that's, down near Gertrude that's going to be an hour of stand-up kind of got in my pocket. And then the festival stuff will be a brand new stuff. Sweet. Lovely. Final story, Adam. Well, no, we've got we've got more. Pub. Just the the junk time, the merch, mate. The oh, merch, fuck. the machine. It's a plug fest. Yeah, What's, it is a plug fest. What merch do you guys have? Uh, we've got stubby holders, so they're available at junktime.bigcartel.com, and they'll also be available for sale at our live show. Yeah, for sure. Um, final story. Adam? All right, I got one more story. <laughs> Anything more to plug? Yeah. <laughs> now we've got one more story. Uh, Bradley Hill, uh, Hawthorne Hawthorne champion, Hawthorne yes. legend. He's twenty three. He's got three premierships. That's uh, pretty that's sweet. Fucked. Hey? Um, <laughs> he uh, he got traded to Freo to be with his brother. Yep, shout with his brother. It's weird. But he revealed he almost had uh, to pull out of the practice match. They played a derby against West Coast last week mm. after suffering an allergic reaction. Now, as someone who has anaphylaxis, yes. very scary, very scary. But he had an allergic reaction to an ice bath. What? So he has a history of reacting to the cold. He swelled up and became red and itchy after forgetting to take an allergy tablet, which usually is just like a Telfast. Yeah, antihistamine. Antihistamine. And uh, it's happened to him before. So he can't have ice baths. I've never heard that kind of I've never heard of anyone being allergic to, like, freezing cold. Yeah. So he could never play at Melbourne. Because if he didn't assist... Yeah, they're going to lick at the, the ice, ice cream. <laughs> yeah, he's bloody hell. fucking puffed up and wheezing. <laughs> That's where he wanted to go initially. Yeah, yeah they yeah. said we can't. Yeah, he said because you know, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the product. But yeah. I just can't have it. Yeah, I just can't eat it. Anyway, long story short, he passed away just uh, early. Let's <laughs> 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 pull one out for Bradley Hill. No, no, good on you, Hilly. Isn't that the weirdest? Uh, I've never heard that before in my life. Yeah. I just find that strange. Like, that means... You know what he probably did? He probably made it up. So, you know how when... Uh, if you do something wrong mid-season, they take you down to Port Phillip yeah. Bay for the 6am yep. six six swim, mm. jump off the pier, and he goes, I can't. I'm, I'm allergic. You know, it's like it's like high school when you make up an ailment. Yeah. 
Like I got out of swimming for about six weeks because I go, oh, I'm, a, I'm asthmatic. Yeah, sure. I That's was fine. ovulating. Yeah. Yeah. No, that happens. Um, and it's to the best of us. I, I, it's happened to me the other way around. In that I've been freezing cold. I think yeah. that actually might have even happened after I played football. Freezing, freezing, freezing cold, and get into the shower, and your kind of fingers swell up, and you kind of feel tingly and. Did that ever happen to you? Yeah, I, I, it's sh- 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 chillblains. Is that what that's called? Maybe I'm not yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. the cold goes really like, hot. It's yeah, like, it's, it's really like circulation like, kind of going again. Mountain climbers do have that. Yeah, they well, get back down and it's like yeah, you've, no, like, you you get gangrene. When I when I marched when I um, marched, marched. I'd say marched marched on Everest, but yeah. I, when I did Everest, yeah, yeah. Um, I got that uh, at Revolver at like eight in the morning. I got all tingly, Twi- got twitchy, all tingly and <laughs> yeah, twitchy yeah, and stuff. Okay. I just wanted to hug people. Yeah, okay. had a reaction like, to the cold had a reaction to the ice. Yeah, yeah, it was. Okay, we'll wrap it up. We're going to head off. We're going to be going. Uh, we're going to be most terms. We're going to be every week from now on, pretty much. Yeah, we're back weekly. So uh, make sure you tune in. Give us a review on iTunes. Not sure what it does, but fuck, it looks good. Yeah. <laughs> Makes so, you feel good. Yeah, it does. It does uh, really helps. We are Junk Time AFL Pod at Gmail. We are Junk Time AFL Pod on Facebook and Twitter. Have you got a football in real life? Just quickly. Oh, I do actually have a quick. Bloody one. hell, Michael! Here we go. This, this show's from, never uh, ending. I one. hope <laughs> someone didn't turn off during the uh, through the plugs. Yeah, the plugs for my li- my album, my <laughs> live show, and our. Our live, live show, show yeah. and Josh's kids' show, yeah. and his festival show. And our merch, junktime.bigcartel.com. Yep. This is from Butch. Thought I would share a surreal story of running into the great man, Matthew Richardson, at the Bendigo Hotel in Collingwood. Character of the game. Yes, it, go go to yep. that. it was a gig for Australian punk rock royalty, the Cosmic Psychos. You know who'd like yes. them? Yeah. Ron Connolly. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> he would love them. Very early in the night, I saw the big man yep. and commented on my surprise to see him at this classy establishment. I don't yep. know the Bendigo Hotel. Which one's that one? So the Bendigo Hotel is in between like Wellington and uh, – in between Gold and Hoddle Street. Yeah. It's a dive. I was there a couple of weeks ago. It, it's a dive pub. Okay. Yeah. Richo said he was there for the Psychos. We then had a chat about a new Melbourne band called Bat Piss. Oh, yep. yeah, great. Good, good rock and roll band. Good hair, good cardigans. Bat Piss. No cardigans on Bat Piss. <laughs> Richo said he had heard good things. He must have been impressed as he's now following them on Instagram. So yeah. we, Richo's following Bat Piss. That's great. Every, now, every time I see Richo on telly with the earpiece, part of me wonders if he has Bat Piss pumping <laughs> into his eardrums. Oh, cheers! That's love the show. Very kind of you, Butch. Yeah, I would hope, I would hope he does on. listen to Bat Piss or King Parrot when he's King when he's Parrot. Out there. Yeah. yeah, and Butch, you should listen to Ace Ways in the Ghosts. They're a good band too. If you like Bat Piss, you like them. And Very Guns good. and Roses are really good too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'll meet you for a beer down at the Bendigo. Yeah. Okay, we're going to hit the road. Thank you very much for joining us, Josh. Go Hawks. Thanks, dudes. Go Blues. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.